0: Welcome to the Elijah Fire podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp.
1: What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire. This is episode 73. Can you believe it? I remember when it was just episode one. That's crazy. 73 episodes as of today. One of the highest honors is being used by the Lord, being called by the Lord, being used by him. My guest today said something very similar to that, if not exactly that. Without any further ado, my guest today, a lot of you know her, some of you might not know her if you're newer, uh, but she's a singer-songwriter. She's the drummer, uh, she's a skilled drummer for the 11th Hour Program at Church International. And she's also, if I do say so myself, a very gifted preacher, fiery, full of of fire, and so, yeah. Without any further ado, this welcome my guest today, Krista J. Bola.
2: Hey. Yes. Hello.
1: Hello, man. It's uh, it's so good to see you. So good to have you back on the show. Oh, it's good to be here.
2: I, it seems like it's been a year since I've been
1: here. I know. I want to say it was like January or February, something
2: like that. You guys definitely didn't have seventy-one episodes.
1: No, we definitely did not. But so, you do now. Yes, we do. Praise awesome. the Lord. So, yes. everybody, uh really quick, you might notice a little bit of crackling. We had some issue, technical issues hence we started a little bit late. Uh bear with us. Honestly, it's the best we can do. So, you can pray. We always appreciate the prayers. Take authority over Yes. The airwaves. yes. Say, so, but it'll be okay. Yeah, just
2: to just listen through, listen through the crackle. Yeah, uh, everybody, everybody likes Pop Rocks, don't they?
1: Yeah, I
2: think so. Yeah, yeah you eat Pop Rocks, you hear the yeah. little crap, but Just but just pretend you're sitting and eating yeah. Pop Rocks, listening, <laughs> and that fits with the whole uh, 80s theme of, of a live fire, the Pop Rocks. So just, yeah, that's what we're going with today.
1: Yeah, it really does, it really does. Okay, so there are some people who are completely in the dark <laughs> as to what in the world happened to you, but you were on our show and- january february and then a whole lot of crazy happened
2: a whole lot of crazy a
1: whole lot of crazy <laughs> there's a whole so, lot of
2: crazy going on here yeah
1: so what what happened for those that don't know
2: uh for those that don't know i'm going to condense it uh yeah. extremely 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 small um let's just put it this way uh, i went to the doctor thought uh, had pulled a muscle. Turns out my lung had completely collapsed. Um, so I had had a surgery, then was in recovery for about a month, and then it happened again. It started happening again, and so I was actually put in the hospital for three different surgeries in 19 days. And so I spent 19 days in the hospital, and uh, am now by seven and a half weeks, eight weeks maybe from the very last surgery. So still on the road to recovery, uh, which is why I have not been on the drums yet. Um, but you know, I'm getting there every day. It's a process and, uh, uh I'm just number one, I'm grateful to be alive mm-hmm. and I'm grateful yeah. to be here. It, it was a very, uh, could have been a very life threatening situation, uh, especially the first time, um, if I had to let it go on anymore and had to listened to the Lord, went to the doctor, um, it could have ended up pushing my heart over and it could have uh, it could have caused a lot more damage so it pays to hear the voice of the Lord and in any era any year any age it it doesn't matter listen to the Lord because everything he tells you is to save your life but Mm. he, he warned me that day I went He's been with me every single step of the way and whatever happened, you know, you can go and and hear, uh, I've told this story several times, so it's different places you can hear, but every step of the way, God was with me and he is the reason why I'm here today, Amen. sitting here talking to Elijah fire again. And Yay. so I'm so excited.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you had a lot of people praying for you. Um, Thank you, you know, people still praying for you. So
2: Yes, I received them because like I said, it is, it's, I'm still in the recovery process and, you know, they, it's like, I was telling a friend earlier, they say it's, you know, eight weeks, six to eight weeks of recovery. But that's just for one procedure. So it's like for three different ones, is it eight weeks per procedure? You know, that's kind of what I'm feeling like right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, but but I'm getting there. And uh, like I said, the bottom line is that I'm here. Uh, I can't sing right now. I really can't play drums. I can't like play guitar to move my arm or anything, but I can speak. And so therefore, I am using my voice to the best of my ability Mm -hmm. and with everything I have to spread the gospel and do what i can so i'm just pouring my heart into this and just like you said being used by god is the highest honor that anybody mm. could ever achieve and that sounded very familiar when you said
1: that yeah well i think you said it, <laughs> i want to say you said it back during the christmas episode i want to say it was then Uh, and it always stuck with me i was like man it really is it really is
2: it really is so number one i'm just grateful to be here so thank you uh and all the team and all of you thank you and to all those that prayed for me uh for those of you that didn't know what happened and you just found out uh, your continued prayers are welcome uh for this healing process so just when you pray uh remember me that i get my strength back and recover Mm -hmm. quickly because i'm ready to Mm -hmm. beat some drums
1: yeah I bet yeah, yeah. well, the, you know it's interesting. Just really quick, the the thing. Obviously, there's a cost sometimes to being in the public eye in in any fashion. Um, mm. There's pros and cons, um, and there's a lot of good. And sometimes there's a lot. Of, there's some down. There are some downsides. It does cost something. But uh, the one of the things that I was reminded of, um, I would say it was like but a week and a half ago now or a week ago. I had I had gotten a really nasty cold. And so I wasn't mm-hmm. able to do one of the Elijah fire episodes. And so my sister subbed for me and she just threw out, Hey, Jeff is sick. Please pray for him. And I was feeling pretty crummy that day. And the next yeah. day I woke up and it was like, I was almost better. And and it was wow. like, you know, you get a couple thousand people praying for you. And it's like, you know, it's, I <laughs> know. Oh, so I absolutely contribute my recovery to yes. that. Uh, you know, it's not to be. You know, underestimated prayer for sure is absolutely like not. most well, powerful Peter,
2: yeah. Peter was released from prison because the church prayed without ceasing.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
2: And, and so when the I'm telling you, there's power when the church when the church prays and when you actually pray and you're not mm-hmm. just you know, Lord, we we pray for this person yeah. to you know like, but when it comes out of your your heart, you know, yeah. your spirit, and you go into that. That time of, of intercession and that, that groaning. I, I mean, it changes things. So don't let yeah. situations in this country in this earth things that are happening in your personal life do not let that discourage you from praying because Mm. prayer still works the power of prayer still works and if you don't know what to say that's when we just need uh when we you know you get into the your prayer closet you know you need to shift over into tongues if you've never been baptized in the holy ghost before this is a really good opportunity to get baptized in the holy ghost and Mm. i'm just coming straight out the gate with this yeah Today, man, I love you, it. you know if you've received jesus into your heart you know as your lord and savior all you have to do you know the apostle paul talks about it it's he says that he will come up on you and so all you have to do is say lord you know you I've received you as my lord so now I want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit I want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit and fire with the evidence of speaking in other tongues and then you just let it roll just open your mouth let it go and when you run out of things to say in English shift over into that language and I'm going to tell you something you might if if you hadn't experienced power before then you shift over into that other tongue mm. that it talks about, you're going to start seeing some things in your life change. So don't yeah. know where that came from out of the gate, but the Lord wants some of you to know, you got a prayer language waiting for you and mm. you need to find it. And today'd be a perfect day to do it.
1: Now, so now this is good. Amen. A me, you know,
2: praise God.
1: Oh. Okay. So the title of this episode is get a bigger boat. Okay. Uh, yeah. I immediately thought of jaws, uh, when I heard that. Uh, I think it's in Jaws when he's like, "We're going to need a bigger boat" or something like that.
2: <laughs> yes, so, um, yes, and that—that's exactly what you were supposed to think of.
1: Okay, good. Right yeah. on. It's a great yeah. movie. So,
2: yeah. Yeah, and it's not so fun when you're watching it on the water, oh, like yeah, I have. Oh, yeah. I did. I did. I was that person. You did? Yeah, I was a a kid. I mean, I was like, I don't know, 11, 12 years old. And there was this island I was out at the lake, this island that they showed movies on. So people would go out there on their boats, their jet skis. Well, I went out there on a jet ski, and they were like, we're watching Jaws. And being that I'd never seen it, I was like, yeah, Jaws. And so we go out to the island, and I'm on this jet ski, and it gets darker and darker and darker and so and the movie's so cheesy it's absolutely so cheesy but you're sitting there on the jet ski and all of a sudden water starts hitting the the sea do that you're on and starts hitting your foot and you're like what was that what was that and so i am that person that did that so i I don't recommend that to anyone i
1: actually have kind of a quick funny story too we went we went uh um, like a ski biscuit it's like an air tube you know you like you ride on and it gets pulled by a boat and the the day before my brother and i had watched a jaws movie of some kind i was probably like 12 13 something like that. yeah and i was freaked out and so we got into the water and it's deep and uh it's on this big lake and i my uncle is trying <laughs> to flip me because he's driving the boat yeah. he's trying to flip me and i will not let go and so he 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 flips me, and I'm I am holding on to this thing for dear life, and I'm just spinning like this, and I started to feel my swimming trunks go down to my ankles, <laughs> and then I had to let go because oh, I didn't want Venus. to be naked.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I was yeah. like, I guess I'm getting
1: eaten by jaws. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <So>.
2: <laughs> well, I hope that everybody has started this episode off with just a good laugh. Yeah. Today, I, I hope this is what you get for having a live broadcast. Yep. <laughs> it's not pre-recorded. Yep. No, Nothing gets edited it. out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, okay, so let's get into it. Um, yeah. What do you mean by get a bigger boat? Like what? Wh- how did this message come about? You know, let's just get into it.
2: Okay. Uh, so and and i i really been i was really asking the lord what to talk about and which was why i was like a day late getting my notes in because i was like if i don't have anything to say i have nothing to send in and and the lord just began speaking to me well my sister said something to me now that you all know I was I was in the hospital. I spent a lot of time of, it's been a long road. I feel like 2022 was just kind of a crash landing into a new year. It was just like, you know, and, and I was uh, suffering the repercussions of that crash landing. But mm. it um, she said something to me when I went into the hospital and she said uh, she said, you didn't wait until it started to rain to build your boat. And, and that, that phrase stuck with me. And I, I began thinking how many people and how many times do we not build our boat before it ever starts raining, where we wait till it rains. We're like, Oh no, we gotta get, we gotta get this boat built. We gotta float up on the water. And, And too many times, see, Noah built the boat before it started to rain. People thought he was crazy, people thought he had lost his mind, but he had heard the Lord, so he started building the ark, he started doing what God told him to do. And it seemed like this man was nuts until it started to rain. And then when it started to rain and the flood started rising and him and his family and those animals were the only people that were saved, you know, after that, nobody really thought he was too, too crazy anymore. Mm -hmm. So I began to think about that. And then the, the, the phrase from Jaws hit me that said, I, you're going to need a bigger boat, like during, and then and I kept hearing that we're going to need a bigger boat. You're going to need a bigger boat, you know, what, whatever it applies to. Mm-hmm. And I started dwelling on that, that phrase. And I said, you know, you can't afford during this time to be riding around in a tiny little single engine boat mm-hmm. right now, yeah. you're going to need a bigger boat during this time. See, in the movie Jaws, Jaws is a devourer. That's all he is. That's that's all he's, he's not like a shark that has, that's been like hurt in his past and he's, you know, operating out of his feelings. Like he just swims around and kills anything in sight, you know, and that's not actually the way sharks really are. They They don't just go around killing people, you know, but in the movie, he and this this particular shark had a vendetta against any human being and he would just eat whoever he could and that's what the whole series was about the whole jaw series and so I begin thinking, you know, during this time, there's a devourer swimming around. You know, the scripture says that he roams about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the same. The scripture uses a lion, but anything that just comes after killing, destroying anything, that's a devourer. And right now there's a devourer on the loose, I've de- I've already dealt with it this year. I've, de- I've faced this devour uh, head on, face to face. It's coming seeking whom he may devour, or what part of your life he can devour. So if you're on this sea, these waters, these oceans that we're going, uh, you know, that we're on right now, and it seems like we're just, we're trying to get this boat turned, we're trying to just stay afloat, really, keep our head above water. And you've got this devourer swimming through, you're going to need a bigger boat mm. to protect you during this time. Because when that devourer comes and he sees you just on a little little fishing boat, he can absolutely open his mouth and crush it. But if you're on a bigger boat, he's going to find it a lot harder to get to you. And what, what I mean by all of that. Is you do not need to wait until disaster strikes until a challenge comes up in your life until you're facing something you thought you may you may have never faced before to start quoting scripture and speaking into your life and and building your ark and protecting yourself start doing declarations different things you don't need to wait till all of that strikes to go oh God where's my Bible Mm-hmm. Where's, the, where's my Bible? Hey, hey, go get the Bible off the nightstand. No, it's the one that's under dust over yeah. there. Get, get that one. You, you don't need to wait till it happens to then go to the Word. Mm-hmm. And, the, and that brings me to my scripture that I said here. I said, Proverbs 18, 14 says, The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can bear? Now, that's the King James Version. The message translation says, a healthy spirit conquers adversity. But what can you do when the spirit is crushed? Mm-hmm. So when I was in the hospital that very first time, when when I went, when I went in and they told me, they said, Chrissy, your lung has has collapsed. And I'm just like, really? You know, I I didn't expect that that to be the the verdict here. And All of a sudden I start like everything starts slowing down. It's just like it gets slow motion. They're slapping an oxygen mask on me, like to add to the drama of everything. And so they're they're putting it on me and making
1: it worse. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
2: So everything starts slowing down. The doctor's voice just gets like really soft. And I start seeing like these black and white little like sparkles. And I, I looked at her, I said. Is it normal to feel like you're having a panic attack and she was like yes she said just lay down deep breaths you'll be okay and i just looked around and i I put my fist like that on the bed i said krista you pull yourself together i said you are better than this and you are stronger than this i said you pull yourself out of this and so i i began to come out of it you know i thought i had had a panic attack in the past until i had a panic attack Mm -hmm. and then i was like oh no this is what this is (laughs) right here (laughs) this is what this feels like you know not that teenage drama that i'm having a panic attack you know that was an actual one and so Mm -hmm. i I was laying there, and I began, when I would open my mouth, immediately the word just started mm-hmm. coming out. I wouldn't, I wouldn't let anything else come out of my mouth when somebody would call me. My mom called me. Now, I've got all this news, and nobody else knows. Like, nobody. and Because nobody could come in there with me. So she calls. My mom's crying. And she's like, are, are you okay? Are you okay? All is well. All is well, that's all I would say. That's all I would say to anybody, all is well. I began to to just continue to speak the word. Well, when they took me to the operating table that first time, I opened my mouth, here comes the word. I looked at my nurses and I said you're gonna have to excuse me because I said how long do I got till this anesthesia knocks me out she said you got a few seconds I said well you're gonna have to excuse me cuz I'm gonna be praying in tongues until I pass out and then so I opened my mouth and my nurse was like I'm gonna join you so she Uh held my hand and you know we're praying in the spirit well I told the Lord right before I went to sleep I said Lord, I said, I want you to have my words. I said, I'm not ready to leave this world. I said, I've still got stuff to do. I said, I want to live. I said, and you told me I could have long life until I'm satisfied. Well, I'm not satisfied. I said, I've still got stuff to do. I said, and I will wake up from this. And so sure enough, I woke up.
0: Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com donate.
2: And when I told my sister that, that's when she told me, she said, you didn't wait until it started to rain to build your boat. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity. See this body that, that you and I are in, this is not us. This is not who we are. This is not actually us. This is a suit that was given to you to function in this world while your other home is being prepared for you. This is a dirt body. That's why when your spirit leaves, it will return. But you are the spirit that is inside of this body. These are windows. It's just this dirt is wrapped around your spirit to reveal what you look like. That's what we are. We're spirit, soul and body we're triune beings and so if you, you you know it's like the scripture says something and I'm not I'm not saying it exactly right but it talks about how exercise is, does little good for the body mm-hmm. but basically spiritual exercise building up your spirit man does much for the body mm-hmm. and that's because that's who you are on the inside when you start building up that that spirit man when you start that's building your boat you don't need a tiny malnutrition spirit man during this time you've got to build it up because you think that listen I, I'm not I'm not somebody that's just that the enemy just singled out to to target and to to do something to he's coming after all of us yeah he don't like any of us if you're preaching the gospel you're spreading the gospel if you've got a platform of any kind any kind there's a target on your back so much because he you're see if if he's messing with you you're making a difference some you're doing something right because you've made him mad these other people you you wonder well why why aren't they going through something why aren't they dealing with something they're pro- he's probably not scared of them he's probably not scared of them at all he's worried about you he will to take you out so i'm not, this is not something that's just exclusive to krista here this is everybody And which means we all have got to build that spirit man. We've got to build the boat before it starts to rain. Because the bigger the boat, the less chance he has to make, to, see, he didn't come to collapse my lung. He came to kill me the scripture doesn't say that the thief comes to collapse lungs or give you a cold and the sniffles and all this it says the thief comes to steal kill destroy which means it's just three things he he intended on stealing my lung killing me and then destroying my family everything that was his whole plan but i had already unbeknownst to me been building my boat the whole time and so he could only maybe i didn't build it big enough maybe it wasn't big enough that he could actually get to my lung and there was a part that he could get to but he didn't kill me Mm. he didn't kill me because i it was too big for him to devour all of me Mm. so the thing is is if he's not if you're not going through something right now keep building your boat keep making it bigger don't just be content in yeah. on on sunbathing on your yacht you know keep building it let's keep going and and get this thing big enough to where when that devourer swims up to you he can't find you hmm. and he can't touch you so during this time you're gonna need a bigger boat
1: yeah absolutely yeah. well Amen. i think the the thing that's great about the testimony of you talking about you know being on the, you know, the word just kept coming out of your mouth is that that's a testimony to filling your body up with the correct <laughs> nutrients. And I think that I ran into a similar experience. Um, I had like, I actually had a, a panic attack and I thought it was a heart attack. And I've shared this on the show a couple of times, but what, when I kind of came to, I guess, cause there's a, there's this moment of like, yeah, exactly like you said. Where it's like everything becomes faint, and it's like mm-hmm. all of a sudden everything feels so distant, and you just like yeah, freaking out internally. And then yeah, but uh, well, for me it was the I had um, the months leading up to that I had been listening to the Bible on uh, th- through audio, and then mm-hmm. I would listen to that on my way to work. My commute was forty minutes one way, so I would listen to it forty minutes there, forty minutes back, right. and all of a sudden I just started. I was praying to the Lord and all of a sudden Psalm 91 started coming out. I didn't even know I had memorized it. And I was just like, whoever dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty. I just like went through the whole thing. I was like, and it, cause I, it, yeah. So it's the same thing. And I think it's that that's so important because our spirit man is the true us. Right. Just like our clothes aren't what make us who we are exactly. uh, in, in the physical world. Um, uh, but it's, it's con- it's that connection with who we really are and giving ourselves the proper nutrients, the proper food, instead of going, Oh, I'm bored. I don't know what to do. I'm going right. to uh, watch, you know, sh- some streaming service or I'm going to, you know, play a bunch of video games or I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And, and, um, but going, you know what? No, I'm actually going to invest more time into right. my spirit man. I want to build my right. spirit man and make my spirit man strong for that very purpose, building that bigger boat.
2: Exactly exactly and that that's what not only did i do that then i'm still doing that now because i started see there was when i when i was released from the hospital at at the second time after being there for 19 days you want to talk about feeling like you're in a prison that you know everybody else got to just come and go you know as as they wanted to well i couldn't I, you know i would i would even have dreams in the middle of the night that i would get to go to church or get to go out to eat or something like that but i would always at the end of the dream tell whoever i was with say well i have to go back you know i, I can't i can't stay out and then i'd wake up and i'm in the hospital like i i wanted wow. i wanted to leave you know i wanted all i saw was this one view out of this one window i saw the hallway that they let me walk around in you know they didn't let me they made me walk around in it and so and i've got this you know i've got this box i've got to carry around i've got these tubes in me and it's like yeah i mean it's a prison till finally the you know the surgeon he he said and i had the best doctor i really did but he said He said, we have got to get, he said, if her lung can just get to 90%, he said, after this last procedure, he said, we're going to send her home. He said, because she's young, she's healthy. He said, and that can really start working on her mind and start, you know, putting her in a place of depression. And so I had, if I hadn't have had the word during that time, I didn't turn the TV on one time and i well i turned it on the very first day i ever got there the very first day i watched like the food network or something like that but then i finally cut it off and i said you know what and i never touched it again i never turned it back on i said what is on here that's going to benefit me during my time here i said what what could possibly be because there wasn't any christian stations at all and i said what well, what could benefit me so i never turned it on again i played the the bible all night i would play worship music i would watch streams i would you know i, I watched the elijah stream I, I would watch uh you know the 11th hour i would watch our church you know i would just watch different things and yeah. and i cut. that was what i fed myself with and so i never actually got I, I look back at it now and I think, my goodness, how did I not just break down and cry like how how did I not just just sit there and and just get into my feelings you know and and just feel sorry for myself and because looking back on it I'm like I, you know, in the natural, I deserve to have gotten all up in my feelings. You know, nobody would have said anything to me. Yeah. I could have threw a pity party for myself. Mm-hmm. I actually chased down one of the nurses <laughs> during my walk. Cause she came in and she was just like, how are you doing? You know, she's just like talking to me real pitifully. Like you would yeah. talk to somebody who's like deathly sick. Yeah. And I said, I finally told her, I said, I'm going to make a deal with you. She was like, okay. And I said, the next time you come in my room, I said, you were to come in there with a positive attitude. I said, because if I'm positive, you should be positive. She Mm -hmm. was like, okay. Okay she was like i can do that you can tell that nobody had ever said that before yeah and so and then i said you know what i was so full of the word that every single person that came in my room all i wanted to do was minister to them. Mm. that's all i wanted to do i even ministered me and my dad we ministered to the lutheran chaplain of the hospital awesome. and and we started talking to him about speaking in tongues we started talking to him about different things and and i finally uh, look back on it and i think you know what that was my spirit man sustaining my infirmity that was mm-hmm. in my body and it was built up to the point where i didn't get depressed i didn't i didn't get in this state of of mental uh trauma you know i could have said listen i need some me time Mm -hmm. i need some me time i need to find myself like this is a good thing you know and i'm speaking to my generation and everybody out there right now you know i i just need a i need a mental vacay like i i just need to clear my head and all this i could have said all of that and did you know everybody would have said you know, you're right. You deserve it. You deserve it. But I didn't. I said, you know what? I said, I've got a job to do. I said, I, I, I've i got to, I said, I've got to get out of here. I've got to spread the gospel. I said, so I'll start doing it right now. And my spirit man just took over. And I believe that's finally why the devil let me get out of there he was Mm. like he said um get her out of this place she's gonna save everybody here and she's going hey let's get
1: her out of
2: here he he, he was just finally like you know what let her go like get her out of here he had no choice Mm. to let me go anyways but i say that to say it's not just physical ailments that the spirit of a man will sustain your infirmity it's your mental torment that tries to come upon you it's those panic attacks that you that you face it's the you know the night terrors it's the it's the voices in your head that you hear when you can't be alone with with yourself it's these different things that if you will build up that spirit man and that's all i'm talking about when i say get a bigger boat He's get your spirit man bigger, work him out, exercise that spirit man, so that when those thoughts try to come up on you and that fear tries to tries to just uh, bombard you and you can't you can't seem to think, you can't seem to focus, your spirit man will take over. Mm-hmm. It will absolutely take over, and when it does, the next thing you know, after your spirit man has fought all of this off, you'll come back to yourself and look back and go. And it's a wonder I didn't break down back there, but your spirit took over. My dad used to say this, you know, what are you putting in you? Because he said, you'll find out what's in you when you're driving down the road and all of a sudden another car runs a stoplight and they run through and you have to slam on your brakes. What comes out of your mouth at that moment, you slam on those brakes. You know, it could be Shalom or it could be something else. You know, it's like, What is going to come out of my mouth at this moment? Is it going to be the word? Is it going to be, or is it going to be the soap opera you you watched the night before? Mm -hmm. You know, is it going to be you the, the theme song for stranger things i don't i don't know i, yeah. I don't know the theme song of that yeah. but i'm just saying something you indulge in something you take in you know is it gonna be uh you know no weapon for it against show prosper or is it gonna be smelly cat what are they feeding not- you like it's you know what is gonna come out of your mouth at that moment yeah. It's whatever you're putting in yeah. and whatever your spirit man is built up on at mm-hmm. that moment. So yeah. I go back to say, get a bigger boat. Yeah.
1: Okay. So let's, uh, cause I know that there's, there's some people that are like 100% on board with what you're saying. And they're saying, Krista, and, I even did that. Uh, I, I have been feeding my spirit man and, and say it's somebody who's, uh they've been dealing with an illness for a long time and they're they're doing everything they can to in in their own ability or not even in their own ability trying to abide in god's presence they're doing all of that and they're just like what the enemy can come in in those moments and be like you're doing something wrong you're doing something wrong that's why you're sick because sometimes people do have illnesses that have been they've been writing a long time. So, I mean, what would you say to people like that who, who are, who have been building this boat, they have been feeding their spirit, man. That's all they've been doing. And now they've got this illness they've been dealing with for like five years, six years, seven years.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, number one, uh, God's word works Mm. and it, it works when you work the word. That's that's when it works. And God means what he says. And he wrote it down in the scripture so that he couldn't take it back. I've I've always said that he said if if, you know, basically, if if you pull back one letter of what he said, pretty much this universe would implode. It would just implode if he just took back. He took back one letter just of a word that he said and pulled it out it everything will fall apart because every word he spoke was life everything and that's what is holding you know we could go into a whole a whole stream about what is holding this universe out here you know we're we're basically just walking on air and so number one i want you to keep that in mind god god's word works when you work it god means what he says he's faithful and he's absolutely Good. Which means he did not cause this pain in your life. He did not make you sick. Let me tell you something. I know the hand of God at work in my life and my lung collapsing was not the hand of God at work Mm. in my life. I know that I know my God and I know what his works look like and I know the things that he does and that was not it but what was at work in my life by the hand of God was reaching down making sure I came out of that place Mm -hmm. and making sure that I didn't die in there and making sure that when I mirrored his word back to him he was going to do what he said he would do so what did i expect him to do but to do his word Mm -hmm. so sometimes we we deal with these situations that you know god number one like i said god did not make you sick god did not do this to you this is the enemy he comes to steal kill and destroy so we have to continue to okay i'm going to tell you this when I, was, when I was in the hospital, I had a dream. And this dream, I, I heard the voice of the Lord tell me, he said, because listen, this was a process. Everything these doctors did for me should have worked. Everything they did, they did it by the book. I mean, they've done this hundreds and hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. They even were prepared for me to go home like six days after the first surgery. They were like, you're gonna be fine. They said, you can skydive again when you're healthy. I was like, no, it's okay. But they they said, you can do this again. So they, they could not figure out why this wouldn't work, why it took three. Well, I had a dream and the Lord told me, he said, you're dealing with a diligent demon. And I said, In my dream, I said a diligent demon and I heard the Lord say, but I am a rewarder of those that diligently seek me. And I said, okay. So when I woke up, I told that spirit, I said you may be a diligent demon. I said, but I'm a diligent believer. I said, which means I said, and then I'm a diligent seeker of God. I said, which means he rewards those that diligently seek him. I said, but healing is not my reward because healing already belongs to me. When I made Jesus the Lord of my life, Psalms 103 says, you know, bless the Lord, O my soul and all that is within me and forget not his benefits. What are his benefits? It's salvation, it's freedom from hell, it's it's heaven, it's it's health, it's prosperity. These are all his benefits. Everything he died on the cross for belongs to you when you accepted him. So healing was not a reward that God was like, okay, because you have diligently sought me, I'm going to give you this. No, that's manipulation, that's extortion. God is not an extortionist. He's not gonna say I I, I will withhold this until you do this. No, he gave you healing when you accepted him. He gave you life. And so you have the words, the promises, everything he's laid
0: out for you, that already belongs to you. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. Now, back to the show.
2: Your reward is beating this thing, looking at the enemy and saying, you know what, devil, I'm going to beat you. Just like I did when they told me this happened to me. I got up from my room. I went in the bathroom. I said, could I go use the restroom? They were like, yeah, sure. So I get up, go use the restroom. And as soon as I slammed the door, I turned around. and I said, I'm going to tell you something, devil. I said, I'm going to beat you. I said, and then I'm going to continue to beat you and I'm going to beat you every time. And then I'm going to go off and I'm going to tell the entire world, every podcast, every stream I go on, tell them how you wasn't big enough to beat me. I said, and I'm going to rub this in your face. I said, it is in your best interest if you leave me alone. I said, because the day that Jesus died, I said, and he came out of that tomb and said all power in heaven and earth belongs to me i said that was the day that i won and you lost so (laughs) those of you that are dealing and and i didn't get out of the hospital until like i mean it was like 20 something days after that particular day i was in there for 19 days but this was before the second time so I still had this process I had to go through, but I never once doubted God. I never thought this was Him. I never, I never said, "God, why are you putting me through, through this?" I knew, it, I know it wasn't Him. It's like Daniel, you know, when he prayed and the angel came to him, he said, "I came the first day you prayed." He said, "But I've been, I've been fighting, you know, I've been trying to get to you." So I encourage all of you right now if you built your spirit man up first of all praise god you're riding on that big boat stay on the big boat that's my advice to you stay there don't get off don't get on a a life preserver boat unless god tells you to but don't get off on a small little boat stay with your spirit man built up stay with it big because god is a faithful god he's he's trying to get things to you right now that angel was coming the first day you prayed stay faithful to him because he's faithful to you, and I want to encourage you, his word does work, but you have to work it. I do these scripture confessions every single day. I have this small little book. So if you're dealing with a sickness or anything like that, I encourage you, download this book. It's called God's Creative Power for Healing. If you have a smartphone, it's 2 dollars on the bookstore. Download it. I mean, and it's, it's 2 dollars if you order it to get the paperback. It has this one section called God's Medicine. It takes about 10 minutes to quote these confessions. I do it every single day without fail. Even though I'm out of the hospital, why? Because I want to stay on my boat. <laughs> I want to stay on top of the water. You know, Dodie Osteen, Pastor Joe Osteen's mother, you know, she would, she only had just like this much to live back in the 80s. She had cancer and you can, you can look up her story and and her story encouraged me so much. She was dying and she only had so many days to live. She started doing these healing confessions and these scripture confessions. Well, now she's uh, in her eighties, I think, and she still does her scripture confessions Mm -hmm. every day. She's cancer free. But another thing is, as she says, I'm not giving the devil an inch to get in. She stayed on her boat. Mm. And so that is what those of you that are dealing with, with things and you have been for a long time, continue to do exactly what God has told you to do. Let this be an encouragement to you. Don't lose hope. You were looking for encouragement. You were looking for hope. Here it is. Stay with it. Stay with your promise from God and don't back up because your spirit man will sustain your infirmity. And also the enemy cannot sustain an attack against you. So it's not gonna be long. You're just right around the corner from him giving up. He's just Mm -hmm. gonna give up because you've sustained him this long. So you've built it.
1: Stay on mm-hmm. it. I think it's I was talking to my sister about okay, so like for instance, my sister, um, you know, I was I had gotten sick, and uh, and so my sister covered for me on Elijah Fire, and she did amazing. And it's interesting because yeah, God obviously didn't cause that sickness. And I was talking to my sister about it afterwards It said he didn't cause it. I was like, but God doesn't waste opportunities. He doesn't waste, he doesn't waste anything. So it, you, for instance, you being on the hospital, you know, on, on in, you know, on, in the bed in the hospital, like, well, Krista's out of commission for now. We can't do anything with her. She's going to like, there's so much that God did in you, even in the midst yeah. of that. And so yeah. for me, even just having a cold, being out of commission and my voice sounded terrible. And, and, um, it was, I gained as much from it as my sister did like that opportunity for her to come on here, spark something with inside of her that she hadn't mm-hmm. felt in a long time. And it was like, it's cause she's born to do this kind of stuff. Um, uh, and, but for me, it was like, I, I got to be reminded of the value of trusting and relying on other people. And mm-hmm. there was so much other things that God did, even just like having a cold, like it, it was so even in the midst of that, the process of healing, sometimes I gain some of, some of the most profound things I've gained through those processes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just, um, it's always, I always love hearing what God did in people. Cause like, that's where the man, like there's so much power in that, like the testimony yeah. of, of what God did, even in the midst of like you, not, you just like making the devil's his day the absolute worst it's just like great. He's like, Chris is the worst. I'm not gonna miss it.
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. and you know he it's like I always say, he's miserable anyways. like yeah. every day is a miserable day for him. So it's up to us to make each day worse mm. for him like that that is our goal and and so just just remember and and see you know it's just like with you, it's like with me and and these situations like, you know, God, no, He He did not cause this and everything, and He would have done all these things in us, period. Mm-hmm. Like period, this would have already happened. But somewhere along the way, we let something in. We might have didn't listen. We might we might shouldn't have ate something that night before. You know, we we God was trying. He speaks to us all the time. He's like, I, I need you to do this. I need you to do that, and and we don't listen, and so we let things like colds and things like that come up on us. Maybe it's just going from climate to climate, not staying yeah. hydrated enough. You know, it's it's like we we let these little things in, but it's not like God was saying, Hey Jeff, I'm gonna give you a cold so right. that sister can come on. He had plans for your sister to come on and host anyways, you know. Yeah. It was just like when you let that in your life somewhere you know you might have just touched something you weren't supposed to touch you know and,
1: exactly and i need to stop i really need to stop licking doorknobs is what I you need to should yeah. you should i've
2: tried to tell you we've, we've tried to tell him. <laughs> it. the problem guys i'm sorry yeah <laughs> this this is a flaw of jeff's yeah <laughs> but but at that moment when we were like okay god we need some help. Like I, I need a replacement for this show. You know, I, I know I didn't listen. I didn't do this. So can you help me out with this? He was right there to be like, yeah, of course. And, you know, it, but at the end of the day, you know, we all have to remember, yes. You know, when, when this happens, this is the enemy making you sick. This is him doing this, doing that because you're actually not, Quit saying you're sick. You're the healed and the enemy is trying to make you sick. That is the way it goes. Mm -hmm. You're you're a healed person. He's a sick devil. And that's the way it goes. And so but during those moments, don't don't go backwards keep pressing forward into the word, because when you do that, it's going to, that will literally push you out of the situation that you're Mm -hmm. in. It's just like, when you dive head first into that, it's just like, it. you know, you remember on Mario Kart or when you're riding and, you know, you've got all these little obstacles, but when you hit those little light up things and the car just goes, like it, you know, it just, yeah, yeah, the booster, that's what it is you dive into the word, it it will be like, instead of slipping on that banana over there, it will just boost you on and you'll be on the other side of this yeah. thing. So don't lose hope. Just keep getting in the word because little, uh, uh, little do you know that you're actually moving forward mm. and not backwards. So you might not even be going anywhere at all. You might be sitting in a bed reading the word, but your life is moving forward, so. Mm.
1: Amen. So this yep. is, I mean, everything that you're describing is is God's system and how he how he does things. So talk yeah. a little bit about that because I see that in your notes.
2: Um, about, yeah, I forgot uh, I put that, that.
1: Yeah, about God's <laughs> talk about God's system. What do you what you know? You've basically described it. What is God's system? What do you mean by that?
2: So uh, the way I heard that was I was actually coming out of a store uh, a couple of weeks ago and I. I was kind of getting in my head about all like these inflation prices and things like that, you know, inflation prices. And so I was I was kind of like, you know, man, that's expensive. That's ridiculous. You know, I just bought just this much stuff. I thank God, you know, I could buy it. But I was like, man, this is this is ridiculous. And and you could start to feel fear like come towards you and because you know fear can smell when you start getting scared or even operating in kind of an uneasy it it, it'll just start coming to you and like sitting on a jet ski watching jaws fear absolutely started making its way (laughs) toward me and so i i heard i i could feel that and i went to open my car door and i heard the voice of the lord so plain he said my system works in the best of times and the worst of times and at that moment i felt complete and total peace It just come over me i wasn't worried about the prices i wasn't worried about having to go get gas in my car you know the price of that i heard god say my system works in the best of times and the worst of times well what is god's system god's system is when he created this this earth he created all of us and i encourage you this is not a plug for my dad this is not some of you might not even know who he is go get the book God is absolutely good and read it you need to read that because you'll get a better understanding of what I'm talking about but when God created this earth he did something for mankind he number one he gave us a will he gave us free will that we could we could make our own choices so that he was not God is a gentleman he's not going to control you and move you here and there you know he gave you a choice life or death blessing or curse you choose and where where you end up in your life is a result of what you chose it's it's different you know even the world talks about that but he he did this but he also created a system called seed plant and harvest and when we sow a seed you reap a harvest Mm -hmm. that's that's the way it goes the world calls it karma what goes around comes around and he made a promise to mankind he has this government set in motion that he would give life to every seed sown that no matter what you sow, that there's this unseen power in this. You know, if you plant a seed, if you was to go out to a garden in the dirt and you was to stick a metal post in the ground, leave it there for six months and come back, pull the post out, and that metal post will be rotted around the bottom because there was this unseen power that came through the ground and tried to make that metal post grow there's this power that's in the earth to give life to a seed sown it's the same in the spirit world he did the same thing with us when we sow a seed with our words with our thoughts he has promised to make it grow but he designed it for our benefit not to work against us to operate in this world you know to plant you know to have friends show yourself friendly there's the seed for having friends you know if you want to make enemies be a jerk like you know that's that's kind of it, it's it's very simple it, yeah. you know even the world says sow kindness you mm-hmm. know sow kindness to reap kindness you know all all this that they understand that's the sad thing is the world understands seed plant and harvest a lot more than the body of christ does mm-hmm. and so God's system works in the best of times and the worst of times. So when seasons are good and uh, crops are good and you know, all this is, we're making it, you know, we're growing all our own crops. We got tomatoes, you know, we got all, all these kinds of, and I'm from the South, so I, I see this all the time. And you know, they've got this garden times are good. Farm life is good but then you've got the times where it's not so good and that you just can't seem to make things grow. You can't, whatever you plant, it's just something happens. It seems like you can't grow. Well, God told me my system, my system of seed plant harvest works in those good times and it works in those bad times. And so during these times, you know, well, they're not the greatest, out in the world you know I've, I've seen some better times but at the same time it's it's better times for the body of christ because it's so dark in the world out right now and for some reason we're all that everybody talks about during this time all these evangelicals yeah. and everybody like that you know mm-hmm. but that's because we're shining in this dark time that's a whole nother subject but he was telling me It don't matter what's going on in the world, good times, bad times my system will still work so be cautious what you sow into this spiritual garden in the best of times and the worst of times because his system will still work and if you sow good seeds for your health building your boat right now sow seeds of health speak words of life all of this during this time you know the scripture says isaac sowed in a famine and reaped a hundred fold in the same year it was the worst of times, but the system still worked. And so during this time, what are you speaking? what are you watching uh, all, all of this what are you listening to what are you taking in right now to to grow your garden to build your boat all of this because that same system still works so don't go around don't start every day cussing your job every single day because you're you don't want to go to work start speaking to the to the gas pump start you know start sewing more start giving more at, at, at church you know start start giving into the kingdom start furthering the kingdom more because god promised that if you give it'll be given back to you good measure pressed down you know you can read it luke six thirty eight. he he promised all of these things and as good as it worked in the best time of your life it's going to work the same right now in the worst time of your life so what are we doing for our health? What are we doing for our mind? What are we doing for uh, for all of this? What are you speaking? What are you taking in? All of this. So that is what God was telling me. He said, "You know, speak life right now. Sow life because my system will still bring it to pass. Yeah. It don't matter what you what what is on the other side of that camera. What what the world is saying. No matter what, he His word will still come to pass." when you work his word Mm.
1: i just just, amen yeah i think the the power of our words uh cannot be uh should not be underestimated within people i mean it's gone as far and i talk about this a lot on this show but it's because i'm so so passionate about it i i love to see when science actually finds out stuff that's in the bible and actually shows yeah. so you, that that can help more uh i guess like for better term logic minded individuals or science minded individuals uh that have more of a leaning towards that to actually see that this stuff has credibility mm-hmm. what god is talking about he yeah. know, he actually knows what he's talking about surprise surprise imagine like, that help. like the power of our words, even what they, it does to our, your body, like they've found scientific evidence. If you look up a study on, on the effect of words and, and things like that, if you sit there and I, I, I look, I, back when I worked at trader Joe's, you know, I was a cashier and i would interact with a lot of people and you'd get, you'd get really crotchety older individuals come in and you'd get older individuals that came in that were just like a ray of sunshine. And most of them ended up being believers, surprise, surprise. Um, but um, one of the things that I ta- would talk to them about is they said, people always wait. They always wait to, to they wait for happiness to find them, joy to find them. Um, but you have to actually choose because we have so much coming at us now, right? Through social media, the news whatever we, it's like those are eye gates, like whatever we let in, it, it will affect you. And there's this whole, there's this whole, um, thing where people have been lulled to sleep about this. The reality is entertainment most of the time is not just, just entertainment. And it's very, we need to be very mindful about what we let in because it does affect us. And even if you're not saying those words, someone else is saying those words out loud. And you're receiving that. And so I think my wife and I have been a lot more uh, mindful about what we, what we watch. And most of the time we can tell right away if something is going to, ah, we're going to pass on that because we just don't want that in our home. But even now it's like, I hear a lot of people going, oh, well I care about that. A lot of people in our generation, especially Mm -hmm. like, oh, but I care about the characters and yeah, that was kind of bad, but this story and I'm like, it's not worth it, man. Like, my no, wives are very quick to drop stuff if we're like, nope, nope, they went there, you know? Yeah. And yeah. So.
2: I mean, I feel like every time somebody passes my room, like they see some kind of sports on TV. Mm -hmm. And finally, my mom rolled rolled her eyes. She was like, because she don't like, she don't enjoy watching sports, you know. But I said, look, I said, it's the cleanest thing on TV. I said, and still the commercials are questionable. I was like, you still got to, like the other night, I (laughs) I just looked up at the TV and started screaming. I was like, no. I was
0: like,
2: take take it off. I was like, "Cut, cut it off. It was some kind of like scary person on TV. But you're right. And I started thinking. I said, you know. These massive boats and things like that—you uh, know, whether it's the, our modern-day boats that we see now, you know, cruise ships—you know, we all need a spirit the size of a cruise ship. But you know, we've got we've got all these different boats. Then back in the day, you know, you got like what I would call the pirate ships and things like that. Mm-hmm. But they ha- they all had something in common. They still do. They were built to protect people. They were built to house people, to hold people, to protect them from different things. I'm gonna tell you, you know, you watch some of those movies and you're like, man, how is that wooden boat still afloat? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they've been shot with so many cannons and things, and Mm -hmm. you think, how how is it still floating? But it was built to protect, Mm -hmm. just like boats now. It's built to hold people, to move them, to keep them going. That is what our spirit man is supposed to do to sustain your infirmity. That's a protection. When you build that, it's made to protect you. Your spirit man is made to protect you from these things that are on social media, from these words that people throw at you, from ugly comments and mean emails and things like that. You know, it's it. it you're, when your spirit is so built up, it's made to house you to protect you and if you're building it on the right things and you're building it on the word then you're doing just like that boat does it moves you along and it may seem like it's going slow but i'm going to tell you something the bigger the boat actually the slower it is to get places but the more you're noticed you get noticed more the bigger the boat the more you get noticed even you'll just be driving over a bridge look at that boat you know it's like it's just one of those things people notice you that that you're you stand out you're unique to them and you're always sturdy you're strong i I mean and you know some of these boats are just gorgeous you know and and it just starts it it starts housing your your flesh it starts protecting it it starts holding and it starts moving you and i'm going to tell you something You just, you can't afford to just be on a tiny little rowboat right now. Mm -mm. We've We've got a job to do and that devours on the loose. And he's looking to see whom he may devour and you need to stand up from the top of your cruise ship and look down when you see his little fin coming and you need to just say, you may not devour me. Mm-hmm. And that's that needs to be. It says seeking whom he may devour you just say you may not devour me mm-hmm. and you keep moving and tell him to go on. And he will, because when you resist the devil, he will flee. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I hope this has encouraged someone today. I, I don't know what what people are dealing with in their life. My goodness, it's a lot. There's, there's so much <laughs> going on right now. Yeah. You know, everybody on this, the crazy thing is, is everybody on this program right now could be going through something different, completely and totally different. We might not have one person the same because there's so much just mess happening in the world so i hope this encourages somebody in your situation to build your spirit man up so that it can protect your flesh and then that way you can start to protect others How's your families build your boat up enough that it can protect your family because you know when noah built the ark it was only him and his household that was saved so the bigger the boat that you build the more family you can protect and you'll it'll start to just spill over and not not just you you know you've got your wife to protect you know you i've got i don't have you know a husband or children but i i have family and i want to see them saved and i want to protect them so i've got to build myself up so that i can house somebody else help somebody else and so i i just hope this has encouraged the viewers today to stay strong and stay moving
1: yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it has. Um, so everybody, yeah, comment, comment about, uh, you know, how this helped you. I know that there's a lot going on right now. And that's why like we need, we need messages like this to remind us. And obviously Krista has walked through it uh, recently, and I can speak from a place of authority. And Krista, I mean, you're a great example, even listening to you and the way that you respond. I'm like, man what is it because there's always areas where we can improve there's always areas where we can can grow and so i mean i was even looking at myself and going okay what are some some areas that i can handle things better i can handle things apply what she's saying even to my life i mean i get as much out of these episodes as everybody else does so yeah um, yeah so Krista, can you pray
2: i sure can father lord i come to you right now lord we come boldly before the throne of grace father i thank you for every single person lord who is watching this broadcast right now lord who's not only watching right now but who will watch at a later date who's ever listening to this right now lord i thank you for every single person that's involved in elijah fire lord and that they continue to be such a light lord in this dark time in this dark world and lord for every single person who's watching uh, today, tomorrow, whenever, this may be. Lord, I ask that right now, Lord, you know what they are dealing with. You know what they are going through, whether it be uh, a physical infirmity, whether it be a mental infirmity, whether it be emotional or physical abuse, whether it be something, Lord, whatever it is, maybe it's a child, Lord, that has has left, Lord, and, and they're praying for them to come home. Maybe it maybe they're struggling with an addiction. Maybe Lord maybe they're maybe they're just bound up in fear maybe they can't walk a single day without being scared that something's gonna happen to them Lord right now I ask you as they call out to you as they say Lord I need your help I can't do this on my own I I need you to come be with me Lord in in this matter in this situation Lord that wherever their faith is Lord that you meet them where their faith is Lord you meet them where they're at Lord father I ask you right now and i'm in agreement according to matthew 18 and 19 lord i'm i'm in agreement with them where wherever their faith is lord i put i i stretch my hand out right now as a point of contact to agree with them to touch and agree lord that they would be healed delivered made whole their children would come home that they would walk in peace lord i pray supernatural peace over them from the top of their head to the soles of their feet lord you said that that the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts and mind through christ jesus so lord i speak peace over every single viewer here today lord and for those that are, are believing for complete and total healing, Lord, in their bodies from a physical infirmity that the enemy has tried to plague them with, first of all, devil, I rebuke you from their life. I tell you to leave them alone. Let them go in Jesus' name. They are the healed, not the sick. You've been caught, and now you have to pay back sevenfold of what you have stolen from them. Whether. Whether it be years that you stole from them whether it be uh, body parts organs things like that that you've stole from them you have to pay it back sevenfold and we call this forth in their life in Jesus name that they be healed and that they will see this sickness no more forever Lord that they that their faith Lord you said in your word in mark that you you said daughter your faith has made you whole Today, as you stretch out your faith for your healing, your peace of mind, whatever that miracle is that you're believing for in your life, I say, daughter, son, your faith has made you whole today. And go in peace and be permanently healed from your suffering. And Lord, I thank you that we we will receive praise reports o- over this. Lord that we're we're seeing this come to pass Lord even as we speak, we call it done and we expect it to come to pass in Jesus mighty name. Amen and so be it. Praise mm, God.
1: Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Mm. Krista, thank you so much. That was fantastic. God is thank good.
2: You, Jeff. God He's is absolutely good. Absolutely man. good. Absolutely good. Yeah. Well, no. Jeff, thank you for having me and uh, all the Elijah Fire crew. It's good to be back with you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how can people follow you really quick?
2: Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Krista J. Bullock uh, you can find me on Facebook Krista J. Bullock uh, still working on the YouTube channel Got had a minor setback so I didn't yeah. have really just didn't worked on, just, just a minor setback yeah. um, you can watch me I'm still on the 11th hour on the Robin D. Bullock YouTube channel every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central Time and you can watch me on Church International on the Church International youtube channel on sundays at 10 45 a.m central time and i don't have a teleprompter so this is all coming out of uh, my it's head just,
1: it's just ingrained it's just right in there yeah
2: so, it's, it's just there so yeah.
1: well a plus you, you you got it i think you got it all it's all in the description as well everybody so um
2: krista well, thank you so much thank you jeff thank you everyone shalom yeah. all right everybody
1: be blessed and we'll see you on wednesday bye